I'm Scott Schutte. And I'm Dr. Janine Steister. Welcome to Becoming the Ultimate Coach with the Jock and the Doc. We are here to disrupt some of the current thinking around how the fitness industry approaches clients. Our goal is to educate and inspire fitness professionals to get the results, income, hours, and career that they want and deserve. Our combined experience in education in psychology and fitness create a new insight on ways to become the ultimate coach. Welcome to the next episode of Becoming the Ultimate Coach. I'm the Jock, this is the Doc, and today we're going to talk about how to answer every fitness question. And the short answer is it depends, but it's not a good answer to give. The long answer is you need to ask a lot more questions. And the reason I bring this up is because I get this a lot as a fitness professional and it's something you as a fitness professional is gonna get a lot of as well. And there's no really simple answer to all these things. There's a lot of these people coming with different questions about food and exercise. And what do you think about this? Or should I be doing that? And my friend did this and my cousin did this and tons and tons of questions. Like that's what a lot of my initial consults with people are or my weekly uh, weight loss behavior coaching sessions are is just answering these questions that these clients have about different things. And so we kind of have it down to five different things that, that we want to make sure that we at least cover to answer those questions. So number one is what is the goal? And we have a whole episode earlier on that if you want to go into goal clarification and get details in that, but we need to know what that is. Number two is, is this a long-term or a short-term goal? Because some things that we can be doing like, uh, okay, they're getting ready for to do a competition or run a marathon or something in, in that nature that it's just a short-term. So like, okay, that's doable. And some of these things are like, all right, I want to you know, lose the weight and keep it off and I want to be healthy and happy for the rest of my life. And that's going to change what we're doing there. Um, number three is, is how we uh, monitoring their progress. Like where are they at? Uh, are they making uh, strides forward? Because that's going to depend on, on what we need to add or change or just keep doing what we're doing. Um, the personality, people's likes, is a big one. Uh, like a lot of people come and they're talking about running. Like one of the first things I, I, I ask them is like, do you enjoy running? If they don't enjoy running, I don't keep it a part of their program. If they do, they love to run, I make sure it's a part of their program as long as they're not getting hurt or anything like that off of it. So that's another one to take in. And really the fifth one is like, we have to look at the big picture here. We have to take everything into account because if someone's goal is weight loss, body fat loss, and they're talking about running, but they enjoy running, like what else are they doing training-wise, nutrition-wise? What's their sleep look like? What is their stress levels? What's their work? What's their family? There's all these things we have to take into account. And that's what makes this answer somewhat difficult because it takes a little bit of time and a little bit of digging, a little bit of knowing the person to give a really good answer. And that's what we want to be as coaches. And that's becoming the ultimate coach is giving really good answers. So those are the five things to really think about. Janine, do you have anything else that you want to uh, make sure that they think about or do. Yeah, I, and, and again, I want to stress that it's one of the reasons that we do the weight loss behavior coaching sessions and as separate from being on the floor because on top of all the things that Scott just talked about, um, all of us learn and think and process differently. And so you might have some people on the floor where you can just ask them a question like, yeah, do you like this? Why are you doing this? Where are you at now? And they're just popping out answers. And that's just the way they go. But a lot of people have to think about stuff. And, and I know you've experienced this. Have you ever had a conversation with someone and they asked you a question, you kind of answered it, and then you drive off or like an hour later, you're like, oh, I didn't mention this, or I forgot about this. And it's because sometimes we need time to process. And so where I'm going with this is, is that as you ask these five questions, you may have to ask them again or reiterate them in subsequent sessions for a while 
or people might contact you in between or the next time you meet with them they might be like you know I was thinking more about my likes and dislikes and I realized that I really don't like running on the street I really only like running on yep. the trail and that's an important distinction because if I if that if your client really just loves running on a trail but doesn't live near one or for safety reasons can't get to it or do that and they're trying to run on the road near their neighborhood or something and they're just miserable they're not enjoying it it's not visually interesting to them or whatever then the question is is like okay do we need to supplement something to help them get that or maybe running isn't the way to get a cardio unless of course there's a short-term um, goal like running a 5k or a marathon those type of things but again sometimes people need time to process nobody's asked them these questions sometimes in this nope. way before and they've not had those conversations um, and, and again in their in our heads we can be really clear about stuff sometimes because we're like oh yeah I got this and then we've all noticed this, right? Sometimes when we're explaining something or talking through it, we have some new realizations or new processes. So again, thinking about that, even like, um, hey, what's your weight? Where are you at now? I don't know, I don't remember. Maybe they do, they forgot. Um, it's just not coming at the, you know, right when you ask them, but five minutes later it is. So one of the things I just really want to stress there is ask these five questions the first time, but also give them a lot of grace in saying, hey, I have some questions I want to talk through a little bit this get a sense and then also think about this and then next time we talk to or in between text me if you've got some information I know this is a lot so give them the grace that they don't have to be perfectly answering having all the answers and, and those types of things right off the bat and then again revisit these because again they may evolve and, and Scott's talked about this before on, um, on becoming the ultimate coach with us in, and we've had these conversations many times is that a lot of times even with the goal I may say one thing but then as we have conversations over time we realize that that goal has really shifted to something else or I was saying the word weight loss or I was saying um, being healthier but what I really meant was I need my stress management down I need to be able to sleep better and I just need to feel good in the morning when I wake up and so again kind of thinking about those type of things and having that scaffolded and that regular approach to kind of having those conversations and this is a conversation I don't like to have via text via email just because it's, it takes so much back and forth I got to be able to, to kind of hear the person kind of read what they're saying and, and dig a little bit deeper it's a lot of back and forth that we can really get to the, the the appropriate answer for them so if it is a client that I'm training on the floor I'm like well let's set up a time and let's get into that um, because it takes a little bit of time to to pull all that out, you know, 10, 15 minutes. And like, you don't want to be doing that when they want to be training. It's, it's more about setting up the right opportunity for that. And if it's a good friend of mine and I'm trying to help out and they're like, text me this, they're like, well, what do you think about intermittent fasting? I'm like, well, let's set up a time to talk about that. So we can ask like, okay, you know, what is your goal? Why do you want to do it? Like, and really break down all these different pieces to it. Then I can give a better answer versus just giving my uh, opinion of how it worked for me or a a person I know that works that, that 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 does it or something like that like it all of this has to be very individualized for the person and I'm looking at all these different factors and even when it comes to like an example I have is like one of my buddies was like you know how how long should I be running well we did we got into what his specific goals were um, we got into like where he was and like reaching that goal you know and the, the big thing too with him was like figuring out um, when, when it comes to exercise, that's something that you can easily monitor on either you know, adding or decreasing to the stress in your life. And when I talk about stressors in life, we talk about like work can be a stressor, like, you know, family life, um, we got relationships, you know, food can be a stressor, your sleep. 
and exercise is one of those things of like, you know, some people, if you do a little bit of it, it can definitely help um, reduce some of the stress in your life. But it's also, I see some people come in here, they're doing way too much. And it's just because, you know, they got a new kid at home and the sleep is off and the food is off and the work is stressful. So it's, it's taken all these different things into account. And the other thing, the beauty of having this, this conversation in person too, is you get to kind of see what their mindset is about certain things and start to shape that. Because that's one of the, the key components that we work with is trying to shift people's mindsets. Because if, if they're really set on like, well, I have to go low carb to lose weight. And then you kind of break down on what they've done in the past to lose weight. And like, well, you went low carb, but you also went lower calorie because you pulled out the fat with it. And kind of it's this education process. So they have a better understanding of what's going on. And it, it gets them more bought in, which is super important if you want to have any long-term success. And it kind of helps you get the, the right answer for them. And with a lot of these things too, with I talk when I talk to clients, is it's it's it, it's a little bit of experimentation to figure out what exactly works well for you. That's why we have regular check-ins. That's why we do progress monitoring because what we're doing, what we're trying to do, is find the, the right path for that individual. And that takes some time, that takes some questioning, and that takes some digging to get that the right path. Yeah, and, and you brought up a really good point too about this notion of education. And, and you know, we educate in many, many ways, but sometimes it's we also educate in the way that we ask questions. Mm -hmm. So to your point of, you know, if someone's like, well, I did a low carb diet. Okay, you did low carb. Was it also low fat? Was it also this? Was it that? And by asking some of those questions, it makes them think like, oh, was it low? Like, how was it? and gets more information, or at least it makes them even think about looking at those things in the future. The other part of that is um, when we ask people what their likes or dislikes are, whether it's how we work out, um, nutrition, eating, what do you like, how do you like to eat, what do you, um, a lot of times, once again, people haven't really had conversations about that or they don't know what they like or dislike in that area because this is a new area for them. So back to my example on the running trail, if I'm just starting to run or I ran in high school like as part of like a phys ed class or maybe in cross country, there was a certain way that that was done. Well, do you, do you like kind of, you know, uneven surfaces? Do you like this? I don't know. I haven't tried it. So then it might be sort of like, hey, think about these things, try a little bit of that, and then give me some feedback on how that is. Or if it is an area that um, they don't love it, but they do still want to run that 5K, they're stuck with their neighborhood, kind of the concrete run, um, what else do you enjoy? Do you enjoy music? Do you listen, like to listen to podcasts? Do you like reading books? Can we pair that with an audible? Can we pair it with a podcast? Can we pair it with those things? So again, it's also just combining that and the way that we ask questions sometimes creates opportunities for people to explore things that they just haven't even explored to know whether they like or not. So really just to recap today of how to answer every fitness questions, it's by asking more questions and that will ultimately give the best answer for the clients. So until next time.